It is 11 a.m. on Monday, March 14th. That means NFL teams can start negotiating with each other. Echo. We got a little echo going here. I think it's on this monitor here, guys. We'll get it worked out. But as annoying as an echo can be, uh, we fight through these things. And the uh, teams can start negotiating. It's really hard to do this, but I've done it before. I think we got it figured out now. Welcome in the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that code CHGO. There was some crazy athleticism going on there. I bet he's a former center. Jake, our guy Jake. Oh, no, no, no way. <laughs> he says he's a ball boy. That looked like more than a ball boy, though. No, mm-hmm. no, that was center move. Got down. He yeah. got low. That was goal line blocking. Goal line blocking right there. Good way to start the week. <laughs> it is. It uh, is awesome. <laughs> but, hey, it is an important week in the NFL because the Bears can start. Well, right now they can start negotiating and agreeing to terms with players. By Wednesday, the start of the new league year at 3 p.m. is when everything can be official. All these trades you've heard about, all this stuff, technically hasn't really happened yet. They've all been agreed to in principle. Um, and so it's all going to start flying through. And what's cool is that we are live here on uh, YouTube, on the CHGO Bears podcast. Adam Hogue, Nicholas Moriano, Olin Krutz with you. And if anything comes through here in the next hour or so, we will react to it live. But um, otherwise, once again, another crazy weekend where the NFL just could not let other sports enjoy their spotlight. Tom Brady saw the selection show and said, you know what, (laughs) I want to play football again. And and he... You imagine, even when Tom said I was retiring, I remember being on my couch and just saying to my family, I wonder when he's coming back. And then you think, like, I know this guy, the things he's done as a former NFL football player, it's mind-boggling, right? Uh, The amount of Super Bowls he's won, the amount of times he's been to playoffs, the amount of times he's been to the Super Bowl, even the ones he's lost. For a guy Mm -hmm. who made one and lost one. It's just crazy watching him accomplish the things he accomplished and then play at that level. And I know the rules have changed and you can't hit quarterbacks anymore. They stand in that pocket and really processing information is his strength, right? So even if he loses a step, he probably gains a step in processing information. So he's getting the ball out really fast anyway. Uh, he's an amazing guy to watch. I'm happy he's back. Um, he's still one of the best players in the NFL. There's not a lot of franchise quarterbacks. I'm sure the Buccaneers are happy he's back. But I don't think anybody really believed that Tom Brady was retired, a guy that competitive. When he saw Aaron Rodgers might make $50 million this year, he said, well, I can at least make 40 And anybody, no matter who you are, can use $40 million because there's only one thing better than money, more money. I don't think it was available, <laughs> but I wanted to place an MVP bet on Tom Brady the day after he retired. <laughs> oh, that would have been, yeah. Right? That's yeah. like the best odds you could ever get, yeah. but that's probably why it wasn't available. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't believe it for a second. The only thing I thought was, like, is he a- trying to angle his way onto a different team? Like, is he trying to, yeah, I'm going to retire. Now I'm going to come out of retirement, trade me type situation to San Francisco. Maybe they, they're they willing to send Trey Lance, you know, to Tampa and they could work something out like that. But in the end, he just comes back, another run with the Bucks. I feel for the guy that bought the football, that last touchdown uh, yeah. pass for over five hundred grand. And obviously he's back, so that's... that's I, you know. I would say this. If a guy can buy a football yeah, for true, 500 true. grand, don't feel bad for him. <laughs> that's, that's very true. I think he's fine. <laughs> he's he's going to be fine regardless. He's fine, yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady back for his 23rd season, 45 years old. It's like when you go out at the top of your game, especially when you're Tom Brady, it just doesn't feel right. Like like you, Olin, it's like, when is he going to come back? And I was just with my girlfriend. We were, we were just doing some work. And then I, was sweet, I, I tell her, like, Tom Brady's coming back. She got excited. She just got into the NFL. So just seeing him come back, it's like, I think the, I think the NFL is better with Tom Brady in it. Yeah, I was watching the Players' Championship at the time, and all those pros were putting the ball in the water on 17, <laughs> which, which I was enjoying the whole weekend. But it was all, like someone said it to me, I almost didn't react. They're like, Tom Brady is not retiring. I was like, he never was. <laughs> he never was retired, right? So uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but there's not a lot of good quarterback play in the NFL. And if a guy like that decides to stay, uh, to watch him. I remember there was a play with Mike Evans while he played the Chicago Bears, and they were up. They were going to win the game handedly. And Mike Evans, I think he lined up like three inches too wide. And Brady screamed at him. Like, you are – and he took, like – he moved, like, this much, like three inches more in, and then Tom Brady was happy. But that's, like, when you ask what he does different, mm-hmm. why does he win? Exactly. You just got to watch him navigate the game, watch his interviews after games where he gives his teammates credit, and he means it. Like, you can tell there's no phoniness in what he's saying. Like, remember at the, that Super Bowl he won, he was like, interview these guys. Like, I'm done talking here. So it, he's just, for me, one of my favorite players to watch – Play the game. He plays chess, not checkers when he's out there. He's fun to watch play football. So I'm happy he's back. And I think that's why it's probably important for him to, you know, understand that. And he, and he knows this about himself. He needs to be completely all in because that's the only way he can go about things. That's just mm-hmm. that's that's what's in him. So he if he wasn't fully invested, I think that's maybe why he did have some doubts at the end of the season about, hey, maybe I want to retire but I, don't, I just don't think any of us believe that he could really step away from it. Um, so now I'm sure he's going to jump in, just like he always does, with the same level of detail. Um, you know, some of the things I had heard from a couple people I know in Tampa, just like the day he arrived, right, just how much everything changed mm-hmm. in there. Just mm-hmm. this guy's in charge. He's running the level of detail. Just to be one of Tom Brady's teammates, you better have, or he's not going to throw you the ball, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're just not going to get the ball. You, 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 you have to do everything the right way, and then that's why he has so much success. Guys, we're seven minutes in. Ryan Poles has done nothing. Should he be fired? <laughs> um, I think it's a little early to say, okay. but, uh, you know, eventually those moves will happen. And look, the Tom Brady effect, like Ryan Jensen's already coming back. He signed a three-year deal to come back with the, the Buccaneers, so that's like that snowball effect. Once Brady comes in, what else kind of happens after that? And, so well, Grock comes back. I'm yeah, sure, you know. they, they run it back, and they do have a lot of free agents, though. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. But once you know that you have your your franchise guy mm-hmm. for at least at least one more season, I think those guys that are inclined to maybe test free agency might think otherwise. Yeah, and their left guard retired too, so we'll see if he sure. comes back. Right. Um, as far as Ryan Pose goes, Adam, <laughs> I, I'm so interested to see what his plan is. Right. No yeah. one really knows. Like Lee, we saw him trade Khalil Mack, which I don't think was a shock for a lot of people. It's just when you see a guy like Khalil Mack get traded, um, the best player on your football team, kind of you take a step back for a team that doesn't have a lot of good football Mm -hmm. players, right? Then you see a young nose guard who has all the athletic ability in the world. He has all the characteristics you want from a young nose guard. Now, we don't know 
did they have a meeting? Did Eddie Goldman say, did they talk to him about his love for the game, which we heard a lot of mm-hmm. uh, last year? He didn't have a good year last year. They felt like maybe we can't get him back to this level, the change of scheme. I was wondering, what did scheme did Eddie Goldman play in college? Because Eddie Goldman, to me, he transcends schemes. He can play nose guard, right? So we talk about this get-up-the-field defense. I know Lovey was big on that, Eberflus, obviously. Um, Pat Williams for the Minnesota Vikings played from Tomlin yeah. mm-hmm. in Minnesota in that cover two scheme. Um, so I'm just interested. It's just very interesting. Tariq Cohn, right? Tariq Cohn, we watched that guy. I mean, I'm sure Adam and, and Nick, niggas, you remember this. Remember him running that route? It was like a play action pass. I forget what team it was against. And he ran like a post yeah. mm-hmm. as a wide receiver. And I remember thinking, man, this guy is dynamic, dynamic. right? Yeah. Even against Atlanta when he blew his knee, that was a punt return. It was a good punt return. Uh, the 70-yard touchdown versus the Jets as a screen. He's the kind of guy we've been missing. Now, all of a sudden, he's, he's released with an injury designation. So, uh, Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham, they get in the building, and I, you, you just start to think to yourself, okay, what is their plan? These guys, no one really knows much about what they want to do. I'm so interested in who their first signing is going to be on the Chicago Bears, and then we'll kind of all know, oh, this is the direction that we're heading in. Yeah. I, I think, you know, in the case of Eddie Goldman, it's good that we're talking about this because a lot of this happened uh, since Thursday when we lost his show. Um, I, I think it probably has more to do with the first stuff you brought up. Like, how how invested is he still do they think they can get him playing at that level? Because I agree with you. Like, he is a good enough player mm-hmm. that you could still stick him on any. 19? Yeah. He is a handful, man. Oh, anyway, yeah. sorry. No, uh, so I, I agree, agree with you there. I think, you know, I, I I keep my own, and this is, I don't share a lot of this because I understand the flaws involved. I don't know the playbook and thing like this. But I do watch all the tape, and I kind of keep my own general grades on these guys. And for me, he was a low-end starter last year. You know, he was still playing at a, at a starting caliber level, but for a guy that you could potentially save up to $8 million in yeah. cap space with if you make him a post-June cut, um, I, I, under, I guess what I'm saying is sort of like the Cleo Mack trade. Understand where Ryan Poles is coming from. Don't necessarily love that you're getting rid of a good player like Cleo Mack, but when you're trying to reset a roster, probably move more resources to the offense to help Justin Fields, I do understand the move. Yeah, and for Eddie Goldman, it was a guy that played just under 32% of the defense snaps after coming back from the, the season that he opted out. Had a career low in sacks, a career low, or the same amount of tackles that he had his rookie season. But I, I wonder if it just does come back to that cap space that you do save when you cut a guy like that. And I wanted to, wanted to ask you, Olin, but you kind of already answered it. If like, does he just not fit the scheme? But it just doesn't seem like that was maybe... Maybe the case. I think a little defense. bit of it, right? I think a little bit of this scheme. But DeForest Buckner is a big guy, but he's yeah. not heavy. Um, this scheme is they want him to get the field. It's a one-gap scheme. We talked about why could maybe Roquan regress in this scheme, right? Because guys like Eddie Goldman and Akeem Hicks aren't eating up blocks in front of him. So I like Eddie Goldman's game. Obviously, he did not play well last year. Uh, questioned that a lot during the year. Gosh, what can they get Eddie Goldman back playing at a high level? What is going on with Eddie Goldman? Because for us who saw him, actually, they moved to nickel. They're in a four down anyway. Mm-hmm. And he plays that, he was played at one or at two over the guard. And he had good pass rush too. Yeah. Like he would get pressures on the quarterback. Not a lot last year. So you can see what they're doing. It's just you get to a point now when you watch Khalil Mack walk out the door, Eddie Goldman walk out the door, Tariq Cohn walk out the door. Um, 
The two guys walk in the door. Uh, these guys don't grow on trees now. Khalil Mack, no. Eddie Goldman, Tariq Cohn. These are, at one point, if you could say, man, Eddie Goldman is a top three, four, five nose guards in the league. Khalil Mack is, a top, is the top defender in the league. At one point, you could say that about Khalil mm-hmm. Mack. Tariq Cohn is, he's the top switchblade switch yep. in the league, right? You could put him anywhere. Wide receiver, um, running back, kick returner. So, Anyway, it's just scary when you're watching it because we don't know the plan, right? In this case, how do we replace these guys, man? What does Brandon Staley and his performance staff there, by that I mean they have a guy who's their performance, head of the strength performance, and they have a strength coach. What do they see that they say, we can get? No, we'll talk to Khalil, man. We'll get him back playing where yeah, at I the level of, uh, of where he was or at least close because with Bosa on the other side, he's going to get a lot more one-on-ones. He's not going to be – the whole scheme can't be turned to him with Bosa on the other side. So it'll be interesting. But um, I don't know. We'll see with the whole Eddie Goldman thing. We'll see where he ends up. And, and only time will tell if all these decisions were the right decisions. And all three of those guys, all part of the 2018 team, if I were to ask you guys how many guys from that 2018 team are under contract right now, Ooh. what would what would be the number? I can, Offense and defense? Yeah, just in total. That under, are actually under contract. Under contract right from the now. 2018 I won't guess because you told me. You, so I, I did tell him. So this is for you, Adam. Um, I'm going to say it's less than five. Four. Yeah. It's four players. It's just Cody Whitehair, Eddie Jackson, Roquan Smith, and Dane Truth. Not even Patrick Scales and Paddle Down are currently under contract right now. But yeah. it's crazy to think that, you know, we're not – it feels like forever ago, but it's 2018 – where the Bears obviously won, clinched the North, 12 wins. You have four guys that are currently under contract. What, what I always think about is actually t- the summer of 2019 and the Bears 100 celebration. Oh and, like I, I always say this. It, it felt like a Super Bowl uh, parade before you, had the, before you played the season. Yeah. And it wasn't the 85 Bears that could do that, you know? And, so. and it was like, it's a little unfair to say that because it was a celebration worth having, you know, the longest franchise in, in the NFL, and it, it was plenty worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. Where it started to go over to the top, though, was just the excitement of the... And I, and I bought into it, too. I'm the one who predicted 13-3, and three, you know, and had them going to the Super Bowl. So I'm as guilty as anybody, but it just felt like at that point, in that weekend, which was awesome, out in Rosemont, yep, in the in time. the whole celebration, it I remember like Josh Lucas, part of the front office, doing a panel that week. He's like, "Yep, the next two years, you know, we're fully in our Super Bowl window." And I always go back to that because it's just like they really and, and I understand why they thought that, but they really, really thought that they were they had the quarterback, they That's were all in. This was the team that was going to go, and they just they had they were so flawed in their own evaluation of their own roster. At the time, well, and, he, and anything Josh Lucas said that sure knew that was wrong. But any <laughs> listen, like you're saying, the evaluation of okay, how do we win these games? What can we duplicate next year? Right? Can we get the 38 takeaways? Yeah. Right? Can is this offense now at the end of the year? Why did we regress from week 14 through the play? Anyway, all the things you're saying are so true about where they, the wins they had, and where they actually were, and then the best defense coordinator in the NFL took their head coaching job at the Broncos. Mm-hmm. They didn't – there was an outside linebacker coach that a lot of people were raving about, and they got rid of him, fired him for Monachino, Pagano's friend. So you make mistakes after you win a lot because you, you don't really realize the reasons you're winning. Yep. 
right? Khalil Mack comes in, plays at a super high level. You got a great young coach, where I'm gonna fire him. When you probably should have promoted him to defense coordinator. Absolutely, yeah. At, at least considered him, because a lot of people were raving about him. Because mm-hmm. right? I think two or three years later, he was the DC or the head coach, DC for the number one Rams unit. Anyway, they. That's where we're talking about Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham. Can they evaluate where they are? Are they making the right decisions in Eddie Goldman, Khalil Mack? Because now we have a whole new group in the building. And look, if you, if you, Adam, if, if they give you the general manager job, you're going to do it your way. And I give them credit for that. Do it your way. This is your shot that you've earned, right? So, so if you think Khalil Mack should be out the door, Eddie Goldman, Tariq Cohn, eventually Danny Trevathan, uh, what can he get for Eddie Jackson? All these things. The only thing I, 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 I caution of is that history leaves clues, right? 2013, all we heard was they have to build around Jay Cutler and have the number one offense in the league. Trade for Brandon Marshall. Sign Martellus Bennett. Sign Jermon Bushrod. Have a great offense. 27 points a game. Finish 8-8 eight and because eight your defense finished 30th in the league in defense. Well, and that's why I think over these next few days we will be tracking very closely – Who's coming in to replace these guys? And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, big ticket free yeah. sixty million dollar free agents. It just you better have a replacement for Eddie Goldman on that D line. That D line has been a strength of the Chicago Bears for a while now, and and they've always had depth there. But in this defense, you better have a stud three technique, right? And who's that guy going to be? Because I I like Bilal Nichols a lot. To me, he's like a depth piece in this in this whole thing. I don't think he's going to be a superstar uh, three technique on, in this defense. And who's your corner? Who's coming in? You know, to to replace Khalil Mack. All of a sudden, yeah, Travis Gibson might take a step forward, but who's after that? Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. like you, you got to have who's your next pass rusher? You got to have more than two. Right. I'm looking at the defensive line right now. Guys under contract: Angelo Blackson, Mario Edwards, Kyrus Tonga. Then you got Robert Quinn, Travis Gibson. Like that is this used to be a, a a position group that you could just rotate people in there and you can get some breathers in there and then you can have production whoever was out there for you. Mm. With this with the current group right now, it's like you need to add people and like we mentioned Bilal Nichols. We gotta see if the Bears even decide, hey, let's let's bring him back. Right. And they could see Bilal Nichols as their replacement for Eddie Goldman at Noseguard. They could they have mm-hmm. him on film at Noseguard. Mm-hmm. Right. So Bilal Nichols could fit in there. That's where and he's probably better off in that one technique than straight up over the center. Yeah, we, we've we seen him. Even in the 3-4, they were running a lot of what they call under, where they shade right. the center, right? Where they end up in a four-down alignment. So, like you're saying, yes. I mean, he probably is better. And Eberflus in his zone blitz, they run a lot of – they call pirates. They run a lot of defensive line games. And well, does Bilal Nichols fit in? Did they think when they were – Eddie Goldman, when they watched film, they said, well – we think Bilal Nichols can play nose guard for us. Now, do you go and, and, and a name, I'm sure you guys have talked about, I've had a chance to listen to all the podcasts, but a guy like Ogan Joby for the Bengals, right? Mm. A, a disruptive three technique. I think the Bengals gave him one year, $6 million last year. He was having a good year before he got injured. A guy like that at three technique, paired up with Quinn, Bilal Nichols. Now with Travis Gibson, now, okay, now we're getting back to maybe mm-hmm. – where we have some depth there, and it looks like uh, uh, we're putting together the defense that Coach Eberflus wants. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, obviously, there's there's the Tom Brady news in terms of free agency, but there's also some other quarterback news that kind of happened over over this past couple of days. You have Deshaun Watson and kind of his situation. Kirk Cousins got 
I felt like with him, when Tom Brady announced, it's like Kirk Cousins under the, the table. What's going on, Adam? I mean, let me just give Mike McCartney a uh, a shout out here. He's he's uh, Kirk, sports? Kirk Cousins' agent. I mean, I don't usually call out agents and give them credit, but he's if you fantastic. look at the fully guaranteed money that this guy has got, not just from the Vikings, but going back to when he kept getting franchise tagged Washington. in Washington. <laughs> oh, do I don't know. I don't know why the Vikings keep doing it. Uh, I mean, I kind of do. They have a cap problems. They had to make it, but. It's unbelievable. They just keep kicking that cane down the road, and Kirk Cousins just says, show me the money over and over. <laughs> but it's, it's that's why we talk about a guy like Russell Wilson. Like, you're going to trade. Like, it just shows you the lack of quarterback play in the NFL, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And you're gonna, But you're going to trade Russell Wilson when you have – anyway, uh, it, it just they, – you look through the league, right? And, and I'm sure uh, the new coach staff gets in there for the Vikings, and they go over film, and they look at what's out there, and they're like, it's, I don't know. We got to keep this guy. We gotta keep Kurt. They're just not. Uh, what was the uh, backup quarterback for the Bears? Chase Daniel. Yeah. How much money has Chase oh Daniel gosh. made? He has one start, two or three, four, or five starts in his whole NFL career. I think he's still making money. Yeah. Right. So he is. He, he's the in quarterback uh, play. The Chargers, um, a backup yeah. quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, guy, they, they need you in this league, right? And, and Kirk Cousins puts just enough on film that these guys say, you know what? As crazy as. 35 million sounds right now. Like, you have to take a look at where the salary cap has gone. You have to take a look at now with all these, you know, Bet Rivers. We're sponsored by Bet Rivers. With all these things coming in now, and the players Point get five. 50% of all that money. It's going to shoot through the roof. Yep. And 35 million, it's not, it's not a crazy number for a starting quarterback. Well, the thing is, like, the Vikings got to think, what's the alternative here? It's There's not many good options, and that's what the problem is, where you have to keep giving him money. He's kind of in that that Derek Carr kind of category. I would still take Derek Carr, personally, oh, yeah. over Kirk Cousins, but it feels like that's where he's at. And My, my issue wasn't so much that they're giving him that this year again. I understand. It. It's just that they, they, they lock themselves in now next year. Once again, yeah. they kind of put mm-hmm. themselves in the same exact problem, and eventually they're going to have to find – uh, a, an option that's better than Kirk Cousins. We know uh, that story. Yeah, right? we know that quarterback. Find yeah. an option, but that's what the argument always in NFL and free. Like people will say that to you. Gosh, they gotta replace so and so. Who with who? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, there's not these guys are not. They're, they're not all over trees. the place, right? So you gotta have somebody who's pretty. Even if you do draft a young guy, you probably still want a Kirk Cousins there to be your starter. Well, and that's where I've, I've – uh, the Vikings are kind of hamstrung, but I, that's a team where I would try to do everything I can to get Deshaun Watson. And right. we, and let's talk about Deshaun Watson here There's in a second. There's 25 teams. Yeah. They should do everything they <laughs> yeah. can. To exactly. Get to the- um, and we, there's also a wide receiver that just sprung loose that we should discuss too here as uh, some of the news rolls in with the official NFL free agency negotiation window open. Uh, the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And we do have some uh, good reaction up at allchgo.com to the um, some of the moves that have been made, including the Khalil Mack trade the other day. And when you get that membership, you even get a free T-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And if you have any questions, all you got to do is email pointsbet 
at allchgo.com. We'll help you out, get everything squared away. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature called the Live NBA Same Game Parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same game parlay only with PointsBet. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. All you got to do is download the PointsBet app right now, register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. It's very easy to do. Use code CHGO, though, to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Chicago sports fans, if you aren't a member of our CHGO family, what are you waiting for? Members will have access to our premium content from all of our great writers. You also get a free T-shirt of your choice when you become a member, and you get access to the members-only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. And, of course, we have podcasts and live shows like this one on every team every day. So come join this amazing family that is constantly growing here at CHGO. All right, uh, let's talk about Deshaun Watson a little bit as we continue here on the CHGO Bears podcast. Adam Hogue, Nicholas Moriano, Olin Krutz. Man, what a coincidence, right? The legal stuff all gets figured out Friday right before free agency. (laughs) Um, To an extent, he's at Mm -hmm. least not going to be criminally charged. Uh, I think as we learned on social media Friday, that definitely does not mean he's, uh, you know, innocent in the court of public opinion. But... Clearly, there's a trademark market that has developed quite quickly. Yep. Not surprisingly for Deshaun Watson, the Saints seem like they are heavily involved. That's a team that makes sense. But as Olin just said, you can make the case for about 25 teams in the NFL that should go out and get Deshaun Watson. Listen, I, I, if I'm lovey when he was here, Rex Grossman is our quarterback. He said that numerous times. Um, By the way, every time he said that, what was your reaction? He was. Okay. So what else was he? <laughs> I, I, I'm always issue yeah. when, when I've always talked to myself, like, who do you want, right? It, it all depends on who's in the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, I don't trade Deshaun Watson. We just talked about Russell Wilson. Like, they just don't. These franchise quarterbacks, and it's interesting, right? Nathaniel Hackett, he goes to Denver. They won with Blake Bortles in Jacksonville. Nathaniel Hackett got to see Blake Bortles. He got to see Aaron Rodgers. He told the guys in Denver, trade. Whatever you can do, we need a, trade we for need franchise a quarterback, yeah. right? So who's the team they said right now is willing to give the most for Deshaun Watson? They said they'll do anything. The New Orleans Saints. Mickey Loomis has been in a building with a franchise quarterback. Yes. Mm. The only way, way to win consistently in the NFL Need is if those. you have one of those guys in your building. So these teams, these guys who have seen it, these teams who have had it, they'll, what do you want? Four, five? How many first-round picks do you want? For, you know, you would say, Sean McVay, when you watch film, maybe the best offensive mind you see on film, go toe-to-toe with defense corners every week, make the right decision, put his team in position to win, actually game plan the team he's going against. Even he went and traded. Yep. For a guy yeah. who's not really in Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers' category, but he went and got himself a quarterback capable of making the plays he needed to win the Super Bowl, or he knew he couldn't. And gave up a lot for him yes. mm-hmm. after giving up a lot for Jared Goff to begin right. with. Yeah. So right. you just think about the amount of draft capital that went into finally getting that quarterback position right for the Rams, and it got them a Super Bowl. So... I, I that's why there's a lot of teams. If I'm the Eagles, 
I don't know how much they've actually been uh, kind of, I haven't seen their name a lot involved, but that's a team mm-hmm. where I'm going, man, I have three first-round picks right now this year. Big fan of Jalen Hurts. Uh, shout out to Jalen Hurts, who's done a phenomenal job for my fantasy team. <laughs> you, you, you can get a lot better at quarterback than Jalen Hurts, and Deshaun Watson would clearly be an upgrade. So that's, I mean, that's another team that I would, Indianapolis. Yeah, the other team that's been linked to Deshaun Watson, according to Ian Rappaport from NFL Network, Panthers and Saints, the NFC South. And, you know, Tom Brady's back. You definitely need a quarterback if you want to have any uh, contention of, like, competing in that in that division. But, yeah, the thing is, and obviously you got cleared criminally, it's like there's still a lot of questions, and whatever team does decide, if, you know, Houston does end up training him, it's like there's going to be some backlash, of course. Right. There's going to be backlash, and you just got to be able to – honestly deal with it and be able to kind of navigate that whole situation. So he does have a market. There are two teams, like I said, the Panthers and Saints that have been linked to him that are looking to push forward to try to go get to Sean Watson. And I think, you know, if there's going to be a trade, I would expect something, you know, especially for agency beginning and everything going on, it's going to, it's going to take off. Um, There was a comment up there a second ago that said two Justin Fields, two firsts and two seconds. For Deshaun Watson. Yeah. You would do it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's the question I have for you guys. Yeah. If you're Ryan Poles, should you have been involved in this Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson? Should you be at least make and he might have. We don't know. They don't, he doesn't have a lot of bullets to play with. We know that. He doesn't have a one this year. But should you be involved with what you've seen from Justin Fields, young quarterback? Should you be involved in this? Can I get Deshaun Watson to Chicago? Because really, Chicago's been looking for a franchise quarterback now forever, right? Um, you have to develop Justin Fields. You don't really know. You don't really know yet what you got. And we all at least kind of like what we saw from Justin Fields last year, right? In a in an offense where we will all agree. Wasn't you? Yeah. yeah. You don't have the best weapons around you. You have the best offensive line, even though Juan Castillo is the best developer of offensive line talent in the whole NFL, according to Ryan Pace and only Ryan Pace. But – since you don't have that, would you? Would you? <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> and only Ryan. And I like Ryan, but Ryan was wrong with that comment. Would you? Do you guys think, Adam, do you think he, he should be involved in this? Uh, I, I think that I'd at least make a phone call. And now, I think the one, the interesting thing about, you know, that hypothetical trade that just came up, if you're Houston, you need an answer at quarterback if you're trading Deshaun Watson. So I would actually think Justin Fields would be in sort of a rare category where it gives you, you wouldn't have to trade three firsts for him. Like if you're really offering Justin Fields back to the Houston Texans, I think that they would take that for less than what they're asking from other teams. You know, boatload of first round picks. So I think like maybe maybe the real question is if it was Justin Fields, a first-round pick, which, oh, by the way, you don't have, um, <laughs> and, and a second-round pick. Could Justin be enticing. Fields, Khalil Mack, and a first-round pick for Deshaun Watson. Let me ask you guys that, this. Yeah, that would have been interesting. We saw, the court, we saw, what, the Bucks go get Tom Brady, obviously the Rams go get Matthew Stafford. Those teams were ready to compete once they got that, that quarterback. Deshaun Watson comes to the Bears as it currently stands. Does how, – how much more – Obviously, you have Deshaun Watson, but mm-hmm. you still don't have your offensive line. You don't have any of your receivers. You're still missing holes. Plenty of holes on defense. Can Is he that good to take this current 
group of players to what you're hoping that Deshaun Watson can take it to. That's I mean, that's the, I yep. think the question too. When you got when you think about it, yes, you have the quarterback, mm-hmm. but man, like there's still so much left to be unanswered with this Bears team. I'll start with the quarterback. I'll oh start, yeah, and, then yeah. I, and I'll build. I, I'll start from there and build out. But that position we just talked about—that's the position you need to be have a consistent winning team. And we've gone over the stats here. Uh, you know, since Ted Phillips became team president, uh, there's not a lot of wins in the playoffs. Since George took over the team, uh, they don't have any wins in the playoffs, right? And and a lot of that can point back to not having a franchise quarterback, right? So. That if you can answer the question at that position, no matter how excited you are about Justin Fields, you have to consider it. All right, I let my brain kind of process this a little bit more for for like an extra minute. <laughs> I, I'm against this. I'm keeping yeah, Fields. Well, you okay. read the comments. No, They're no, all no, against no. it, right? Now I you're can't bailing. even read those. Now comments. he's bailing. Yeah, no, no, See? no, because this is what the real reason is, Olin. This is what the real reason is. Adam's playing to you guys, fans. He's going to give you guys what you want. Listen in. But in this process, if you do that, you are losing Justin Fields on the rookie contract. Uh-huh. And that's a big part of it. And I just I, – I, and ever, all these commenters know how I feel about Justin Fields. I think he's going to be really good. And, mm-hmm. and You're maybe, not going to make me bail. Okay. I'm, I am sticking – I will trade Justin Fields for the child. I just watch. think in this situation the Bears are in now <laughs> – Trying to to rebuild this thing on the pick. fly, get that f- cap flexibility you want. I'd rat. I don't. I think there's enough promise, and I saw enough from Justin Fields with some of the worst coaching situation he could have been in, um, to to say I want to see what this looks many, like. How with many, Luke how many playoff wins do you have since 2007? Um, I have zero. Same. One in my life. One. <laughs> one. We have one playoff win since 2007. Oh, I, I've co- I'm going in year 12 right. covering the team. So, I've never co- I've yeah. never covered a playoff win. All right. So so mm-hmm. there's no playoff wins. Um, there's no franchise quarterback. We don't know if Justin Fields is that guy. There was two guys who. There's one guy who just got traded. Is another guy up now, who you will say, is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Like you answered the, the biggest question, the Chicago Bears have had. Even 1985, they won. They had six or seven Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. That defense was fantastic. The best running back ever to play the game. That's why, you know, the Bears, when, they, when, they make, when you make decisions at Hallis Hall, you need to study your history of how you got to where you are. Because you may come from Kansas City, and that's great, but you had Alex Smith and you had Mahomes almost the whole time you were there. Right? You've always had pretty good quarterbacks. And then you, would ha- you have what you could argue is the Sean McVay of his generation, Andy Reid. So you've had very, very good people in your building. Very good. So as much as we're all excited about Ryan Poles and his plan, does he understand how to win here in Chicago is what we're waiting to see. And if you're going to pass up or not even call on guys who are proven franchise quarterbacks, I'm going to say you're crazy. So, and I agree with you on that. Um this is where it goes back to what we were talking about in our first segment is the importance of understanding what you really have in your own building, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Poles was in Kansas City and got to see that year that Matt Nagy got to see too where Patrick Mahomes was developing behind the scenes and no one really knew how good he was going to be except for those people in Kansas City, right? So now he wasn't here last year as Justin Fields went through his rookie year, but how does Ryan Poles truly feel about Justin Fields? Because mm. does he really, really love him? Or was it kind of like, as we learned with Matt Nagy, 
yeah, I like Mitch enough to to roll with him, but I don't know if I'm all the way in on him. And then he's bailing pretty quick, right after 2019. Well, I think too he's going to have the most honest opinion out of anybody because he wasn't in the building last year, so there's no connection. I mean, that's why you can trade Khalil Mack and do these these moves where you don't have a direct connection to him. So. We're, obviously, we'll see what um, Ryan Poles actually thinks of Justin Fields, and if there's no move made, then we know exactly how he feels. Well, I don't know if there's any way you can turn that film on with what he was dealing with and not like what you saw from Justin Fields, right? Mm-hmm. right. I don't know how you don't like the San Francisco game. I don't know how you don't like the way he competes. Like how he carries this guy himself, is yeah. compa- how he carries himself into the huddle. Uh, I bring up the Steelers game, right? Yeah. When he walked on that field, the terrible towels waving. Um, most people were betting against the Bears driving on the field. Then he rolls to his left and dumps it to I mean, the kid, sh- he showed Lashes. a lot last year, man. And he fought through a lot, uh, played a lot of good football. Um, it's just if you can answer the question at your quarterback position, you have to make the call in a hypothetical situation. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. yeah. All right, let's talk about some wide receivers. Um, Jarvis Landry was just released by the Browns. Uh, they tried to trade him after they traded for Amari Cooper, which was a name we talked about last week, uh, potentially hitting free agency. That ended up not happening. Um, they didn't really have to give up a ton, the Browns, to get Amari no. Cooper. Uh, but they did take on that contract cap, yeah. in a trade, which was uh, part of why, why the people need to understand the trade market can be different than the free agent market. Same thing with Eddie Goldman. Like, why did they have to release him? Well, he could potentially still make some money on the free agent market, but it's the same thing happened with Kyle Fuller last year. Tried to trade him, couldn't. He ends up signing for really it was like less than two million what mm-hmm. he was gonna make anyway in Chicago. But that two million made the difference because you didn't have to give up draft capital to make it done. So um, anyway, Jarvis Landry thoughts. Well, the Bears were it was between him and Allen Robinson back in 2018, right? Where the guys, the top free agents during that time. Um, Obviously, he's a versatile wide receiver, can play in that slot. Again, the Bears don't have anybody at that spot right now to kind of play that position. I wonder what a market for, for Jarvis Landry would be right now. A guy that's – it was a down year. He, had, he dealt with some injuries. But if it's – the prices are – like, you need to get weapons for Justin Fields. We talked about it. We saw flashes with guys that were inconsistent offensively. Could Jarvis Landry maybe comes back has the year that he's been prone to having where he's a ton of reception guys. A guy that just gets a ton of receptions over the middle, can get open, be a security blanket for Justin Fields. It, it would be something that I think the Bears would have to be, you know, taking a call and seeing what you can get or how much you can sign for this guy, and you kind of go from there. Yeah, and you got to see him in Stefanski's offense and Kevin Stefanski for the Browns learn under Gary Kubiak. Mm-hmm. Matt LaFleur, Gary Kubiak, Kyle Shanahan, we all know Getsy's going to run. Find the connections. Those kind of concepts, right? So you know how he's going to fit into your offense here in Chicago, I like his football character. I like the way he competes. Yeah. Yeah. I like him as a culture guy in your locker room, uh, helping develop young wide receivers, which you're going to need to bring in, right? And, and really, if you look at I'm, I'm, I wonder what you guys think about this. If you look at this year's uh, free agent wide receivers and the draft class, you probably would go O-line in free agency a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. patch up a hole, and then draft wide receivers. Right, so there's going to be young wide receivers in that room. As much as we talk about quarterbacks, offensive linemen, uh, somebody give me the last name of a wide receiver the Bears developed. It, it's a long time ago. It's probably Marty Booker. So it's 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 just 
Jarvis Landry, what can you get him for? 10, 12 million uh, possession guy. For me, uh, probably not. Probably not at that price. Although I do like the way he competes. I like the, the culture he'll bring to your locker room. I like everything about the way Jarvis Landry plays football. Just at this point in his career, with the Bears needing dynamic football players on offense, I'm probably saving that money right now moving forward. Yeah, I think it depends for me on how, like the length of the contract. Um, you know, if it's something that you can potentially get out of, like even by next year, if it doesn't work out, then I'm willing to do it, even if it costs you, you know, $10 million a year or something like that. Um, because I'll be disappointed if Ryan Poles does not add that veteran type of wide receiver somewhere in that room because they just they they're not they don't have enough of that and even Darnell Mooney is not a finished product and I just think there's two things going on here right there's your you're trying to rebuild your roster but you're also number one thing has to make sure that Justin Fields makes a huge step in year two. And so adding a guy like Jarvis Landry, who you know you can depend on to get open, who can play in that slot that you don't really have someone to, to operate in right now, to be that security blanket, to bring you that veteran presence, not only in the wide receiver room, but in the offensive Offense, meeting yeah. rooms when he's talking to Justin Fields and saying, hey, look, this is what I like here. This is, you know, this is what we should do here. That, would, to me, would just be a tremendous addition, really, for Justin Fields, more so anybody else. I think the longest tenured bear on offense would probably be what Cody Whitehair. If you're looking just you know from the entire offense, it's probably yeah. Cody Whitehair right now. There's not it's a it's a very young group that obviously you still need to add to, but yeah, just adding some veterans on this offense to just kind of provide that that dynamic for it. I mean that that can go a long way as well. Right now, Jarvis Landry, you sign him and you're out on Juju Smith Schuster, then right? So I I don't know. It's just kind of, you know, for me, a wide, the wide receiver position is like a basketball team, right? That's why when people talk about, say, Christian Kirk for the Cardinals, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I want someone that similar to Darnell Moon, right? And that's why uh, Chark, is that, is that his yeah, name? DJ right? Chark. Chark. Yep. That's why at 6'4", he kind of makes sense, right? And, and, and really, Landry would make sense. Juju Smith-Schuster, I think he's going to be 25 or 26. 25, yep. He's another guy who makes sense. Like you guys said, though, um, in that you always need leaders in that locker room. Maybe you go a little older on old linemen. Maybe you, maybe you bring in a veteran tight end uh, like the legend Zach Miller, uh, and, and they just help with your uh, <laughs> they help with your culture in there and developing young football players. But um, for me, right now, watching Landry uh, over the years, obviously respect his game, love his game. But for me, right now, Jarvis Landry is, is probably a no. So. You mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster, another guy we got to talk about. Um, there's been some whispers that could actually be a target of the Bears. 25 years old. Um, I think Allen Robinson was 24 when he signed with the Bears mm -hmm. originally. So he's kind of in that that window where and he's, and he's in a situation where he only played five games last year, has to prove it. So, I mean, there's some similarities there that make sense. Um, somewhat inconsistent, though, like – 111 catches in 2018 for almost 1,500 yards, and he hasn't come close to getting back to 1,000. Right. Uh, and, and he got really. to put in, obviously, who he was surrounded by, right? Roethlisberger, Brown. Um, he wasn't number one when Brown, you know, yeah. like yeah. he don't have that responsibility. And the right. thing is with Juju, too, so he signed – he was a free agent last season, played on a one-year $8 million deal to return to Pittsburgh, and then – 
Um, you know, that 2020 season caught 97 passes, 831 yards, nine touchdowns. So he had a career high in that aspect. So I wonder if you could you get him a one year and it'd be less than what, what he just signed for last year because of, you know, the injuries only playing the five games. Um, so, you know, someone that potentially has some upside because he is so young, but that's not a number one. Like that's, that's right. not a number one in the bears offense either. And that becomes a question, like, who is the number? Like, th- there's, who, not, there's, there's not any clear-cut number one guys, really. Yeah, and, but but then, yeah, who's the number one guy in free agency, right? So, and then there's the question on the Bears' <laughs> offense, like we talked about before, is who, like, who's your left tackle, right? Who's really, who's your running starting running back? Who's your tight end? Who's your number one wide receiver? Uh, there's, there, there's more than, the reason this offense didn't score points there's more than the fact that Nagy's scheme didn't work, right? They didn't really develop a lot mm-hmm. of players to become. There's, there's always that saying you got to have a guy, a young guy develop into a pro bowler, an all-pro type player. You got to have guys on your offense who are top three or four in the league at their position, performing at that level so you can actually go out there and compete against other teams, right? And that's why you talk about, okay, uh, he'll cost a lot of money, but a guy like Teron Armstead, and I'm sure a lot of people are calling his agent right oh, now, yeah. that left tackle, because I uh, had Brandon Thorne, if you want to follow, a very good guy on Twitter, Brandon mm-hmm. Thorne, yeah, he's NFL. Great. He's awesome. He's yeah. awesome. He's, no one studies line play more than he does. Uh, no one studies you know, the, the draft, the guys coming out. Uh, he said to me the other day on the podcast with Jason McKee, he said, Olin, this guy can play on an island by himself. And, and, and a left tackle who can play on an island by himself, is he compared it to the cornerback mm. who plays on an island by himself. Yeah. There's just not a lot of guys who can do that. right? So if you get a left tackle, and I know Armstead has some injury issues, that's what people are worried about. But if you get a left tackle that locks on that spot with a young quarterback like Justin Fields, and he doesn't have to worry about his blind side, and now you can always side, slide the line away from your left tackle. I mean, the value that gives you on offense the advantages you have. I think the guy can block an outside zone scheme. He can block anything. But uh, they could use that offense more than anything. When you look at what do you add, you have to add guys who are absolutely top three or four in the NFL at that position so you can compete. We will continue this conversation, but first I have to tell you about PointsBet. If you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet's life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And make sure you're going to all CHGO, getting that membership, whether you get it through a points bet or just through our website. You know, as you're watching right now or listening to the podcast, we have podcasts and live shows on every team every day, not just the Bears. We got post game shows that you have to tune into. Can't wait for baseball to start. We'll start having those post game shows. 
uh, after baseball games as well. By the way, we have reporters out already at spring training, so there's plenty of coverage you can get. AllCHGO.com. Make sure you get that membership to unlock that premium written content for members only. And... Get that merchandise. We have it for all teams. It's up on the website, uh, and you can order that. Plus, you get a free shirt right now when you become a member. There's a members-only Discord as well, so make sure you check it out. C-H-G-O. AllCHGO.com is where you go to get the membership, and make sure you're following us on Twitter. You see the Twitter handles there if you're watching on YouTube right now, at C-H-G-O underscore sports and at C-H-G-O underscore bears. Guys, I was just looking at... Shield Kapadia's uh, kind of master free agent list. He's got a ranking of all the guys that are that are out there right now. And we were just talking about wide receivers. You got to scroll down a little bit to even get to a wide receiver. <laughs> um, you get to number nine. The name is someone familiar. Allen Robinson. So he is technically right now the uh, now I don't know if that'll change with Jarvis Landry coming on the uh, the market because that this was I think written before. Uh, Jarvis Landry was available, but then at number 11 is Odell Beckham Jr., mm. who's got the torn ACL from right. the Super Bowl. So it just underscores the point, guys, that there's not a ton of great options out there right now. DJ Chark then comes in at 16. I agree with what Olin said earlier, like that size he has being 6'4", um, plus he passes the red zone test. If you're showing up on red zone every week and you play for the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> you must be a pretty Dude, good football good. player. So, I mean, that's a guy who I would certainly applaud if the Bears went out and got Chark. Yeah, I mean, a guy that has 4'3 speed at 6'4", who's still young, and again, dealing with everything you had to deal with Jacksonville, if you're doing having some kind of production, maybe just need a change of scenery and get a young quarterback with Justin Fields. That could be a nice pairing if they were to end up making that happen. But the Bears, they just... They just need to get bodies, you guys. Like that's like what. Well, needs but to they, have, they need to get dynamic football players. They do. Right? They, they, they do. If you like what you see on film from DJ Chark, if you can project him to Soldier Field, uh, you know, November, December, can he bring his game here and excel? And that's one thing you have to consider when you talk about playing for the Bears, playing at Soldier Field, different than playing in Jacksonville. Um, yeah. How does how does he play on the road in cold weather places? Are are some of the things you would study? If you're a general manager, how has he played on the road in cold weather places? What are his numbers, right? So, because how does he project to playing here uh, at Soldier Field, which you would argue Soldier Field in December is a slower track, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody who's been on the field, it is. So, uh, obviously, like you guys are saying, with Mooney there already, you do like Chark at 6'4", Ryan a 4'3". Uh, I think he'll be a popular choice. I think everybody yeah. is saying you probably like Chark. I think, he, did he break his ankle this year? Yeah, or something like that. Injury. So he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Allen Robinson, I mean, the guy is a good football player. Let, let's be When he's on the field playing ball, and I, and I know his time is probably up here, uh, he was a good football player. They franchised him too much, even for his liking. Maybe that affected his game a little bit last year. Uh, but right now, he is the best wide receiver on the market for a team that needs a number one wide receiver. Right? If you're going to free agency, I don't know uh, what he's going to want or what he's going to get. On the open market. But to me, he's better than Landry, and he's better than Chark. I could see him going to New England and having a pretty good season. Yes. Yeah. That, that seems I, like I can see him going to a lot of places yeah. and having a pretty damn good season, right? Because uh, like we talked about with Justin Fields, and you, now you got to put – now you got to say the same thing about Allen Robinson, right? In mm-hmm. that offense, uh, he's going through different quarterbacks, uh, guys getting injured, guys going in, Dalton, Foles, Fields. Uh, they all played last year, right? Before that, 
Uh, you know, you always have guys going in and out. You never really have a number one quarterback. Uh, Mitch Trubisky gets benched. Foles comes in and plays. Foles get benched. Anyway, you have problems as a starting, as a wide receiver. And now he's on the uh, free agent market and probably wants to take his talents uh, elsewhere. So we'll see what Allen Robinson ends up being somewhere else. But I don't think anybody can argue that this guy is a number one wide receiver. When he was on the field, if defenses try to cover him one-on-one, he usually was open. Yeah, for sure. Another guy that I kind of want to bring up real quickly, and his time's probably over in Chicago as well, but we talked about the lack of depth on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Akeem Hicks, is that a guy like – it seemed like from the press conference that we were at, Adam, it seemed like his time in Chicago was over. But yeah, man. I, he's already, I think, uh, halfway to Minnesota, <laughs> getting <laughs> up to uh, sack Justin Fields a couple times. <laughs> what, so, are you, what are you looking so up? <laughs> Someone said they signed me uh, up to fifteen dollars an hour with seventy-five cents guaranteed. <laughs> seventy-five cents <laughs> guaranteed. That's per hour. Though. Mm, Listen, you know the Bears already set the market for what they paid me before. That's not my fault. <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, That's hilarious. Akeem Hicks, man, he's thirty-two. I think he's going on thirty-three. Am I right on that? Thirty-two uh, years old. Thirty-two yep. right now. I mean, yep. that guy is dominant when healthy. Uh, I, I think you could consider him as a rotational guy. He would dominate a three technique. I mean, he would dominate a nose guard. Uh, he's a fun guy to watch. He's a culture guy. He's tough. He brings the fight every week at him. Um, I, I don't – I think you can sign a guy like that. Obviously, he had an argument with Chris Rumpf, I guess, at the end of the year. Yeah, oh, People right. got to stop yeah, being yeah. so sensitive. Uh, in football <laughs> buildings, arguments happen. You know what I mean? Uh, it, always surpri- it always amazes me that you want the guy to be violent and passionate on the football field, but then he's – it's and a he gives you different that. person. Can yeah. I ask you one yeah. follow up though? Did it does it concern you at all when it comes after a win? No, the, not at all. Not okay. at all. Because guys who are like that, like you watch a Kimmy yeah. play football. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's ready to boil over at any point. And he's turned it on, right? Like I don't know when the argument happened, and I don't know what the argument was over. I, I'll be honest with you, when I was in the building, I could care less about arguments and that stuff just did not bug me at all. And for most guys, I think in NFL buildings, it doesn't. Uh, ego gets in the way a little bit. You know, sometimes guys yell something you don't want to hear. Um, but there's a lot of chest, you know, guys chesting each other and screaming at each other. And uh, that stuff you just got to let go. I don't think by any means that's why the Bears, if they move on from Akeem Hicks, that's why. I think he got may, maybe he's older and like Khalil Mack or, or, or the rest of the Terry Cohn, maybe there's injuries we don't know about. Right, but True, I think we've yeah. seen Akeem Hicks play healthy before. That doesn't mean he is. Uh, that's why it's hard to – you have opinions here, but when you don't have all the information, it's hard to say what you would and wouldn't do, right? Like you wouldn't trade Khalil Mack, but – I don't know. Does polls have different information than we have? Very true. I mean, look, Akeem Hicks, 2016, 17, 18, and 2020. Played over 800 snaps each of those seasons. It's really 2019, 2021, where he just didn't have that, that level of production because he was dealing with injuries. He, again, a guy that, that, like you said, Olin, fits that three-tech, that culture, too. Like, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. With the market at slot cornerback. And like we all know with the Colts and Iberflu's system, Kenny Moore, really important. Mm-hmm. Would you sign Bryce Callahan? Too many injuries for me. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's it, – Is he going to be available, man? Is he going to be available on a, a week-to-week basis? He, he can play football yeah. like what we saw in Chicago, but, man, you just don't know if he's going to be there, which is, the, which is the biggest problem. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'd pass. I think I'd find – they get but that market, else. there's like not a lot of good. Like you, I know. you scroll through I, that I, free agency I, list. I I was looking at that market like you're talking about, and I think I would sign Bryce Callahan and move Thomas Graham Jr. to slot. 
Okay. Yeah. I'd let them compete and I'd let him learn from Bryce Callahan. Right. I don't however hate that, it all shakes out. Then you have some depth. You there. have somebody. Yeah. yeah. I, however it all shakes out. And I want to throw one more name at you guys. Do you guys like Jordan Whitehead, the safety for Tampa Bay? Um, I do. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I just think as a culture guy, a hitter, yeah, a guy who can compliment Eddie Jackson. Because right now they don't have any other safety. Yeah, they don't have an I mean, I just like, you know, Mike Brown type mm-hmm. energy. Uh, bringing attitude to the secondary. I mean, that guy flies around with no regard for his body. <laughs> He's fun to watch play football. But I, I was just thinking about the secondary. Obviously, I've left a pretty big left cornerback position out. They need <laughs> they need a left cornerback. That too. <laughs> that they need. They they may need that also. But obviously, you can't have everything. But I was just like you're saying. We all know the importance in this Eberflus defense of that slot cornerback, and there's not a lot of them. Uh, interesting thing about the slot cornerbacks, when you look at all the top guys in the league, uh, they were all undrafted. Yeah. Right? Kenny Moore, and yeah. Thomas Graham, mm-hmm. I think, was undrafted, wasn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Well, he uh, kinda, six, six rounds. Six rounds. Round. He just kind of kind of fits the mold to me, right? Kind of a smart, heady player, uh, tough in the box, will tackle you. So I'm just interested to see. Uh, maybe they think that they'll move Thomas Graham there anyway and just get themselves a left corner. Yeah, I just kind of have this hunch that they like him. At cornerback. Uh, no, I, I, potentially inside. Yeah, I, think, I think I think I think Seems he may be fitting. in their mind. Yeah, uh, um, their slot cornerback. Yeah, I think so too. Now I do like what you're saying though. He can't just be. Well, I mean, can job, you get Bryce you know? Callahan on a deal because of his injuries? Sure, maybe. can we get him in the building? Yeah, right. And then we have all these. You know, we have uh, Salazar, the performance coach. We have Jimmy Arthur, the strength coach. Can they come up with a plan? To, can this guy give me ten or eleven games? Right. I don't think you can say – if I sign uh, Callahan, I say to myself, he's not going to give me he's 16 give, yeah. games. Right? It's kind of like uh, Teron Armstead. If Teron Armstead, even though he's injured, if you can get 12 games of a top three left tackle in the NFL, is it worth it? All right, before we get out of here, let me throw uh, a couple names at you guys. Just want to see your reaction. Olin, Brian Allen, center from the Rams. Yeah, big fan mm-hmm. of Brian Allen's. Uh, know him pretty well. Uh, uh, he'll fit the zone system really well. Uh, state champ wrestler. So were his three brothers. So if you're in Hinsdale and you see the Allen brothers, do not make trouble uh, in a bar. But, um, yeah, very, very good football player. Young. He did have a really bad knee injury. Yeah. Um, so we'll, it, it, that all depends on where he's at. He's pretty healthy right now. Like I said, I know him. Uh, it would not be a bad signing for the Bears. Uh, linebacker I mentioned last week that I would still keep an eye on. Uh, I still can't say his ni- name properly, I think. But Foisade Aluakun, uh-huh. I think. I need to I need to work on that one Good a little stuff. bit, um, but I a little bit of a projection to switching defense because he was in a three four, um, but I think that that could be a, an interesting name to watch the linebacker. That's an interesting name already, You're right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> just just on the name alone, uh, guys. I want to jump in real quick. First off, shout out to the chat. Um, th- we've had over a thousand people in our YouTube chat oh, wow, today. Which awesome! Is great. Thank you so much. Again. I trade I, I I traded fields. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A lot of discussion on that. Uh, shout out to Corey. I am Adam legend on me. and chicken with the amps for a couple uh, super chats. And then uh, they also helped break the news that Mitch Trubisky gets a two year deal in Pittsburgh. You know what he signed Ooh. for? Oh, Mitch. Not sure what it was. Maybe 15. Is that what I saw? It makes, I mean, that, that was one of the teams that we were talking well, about. Well, let's, that, before right? we get out of here, let's spend a couple minutes talking about that because I, I, I think it's uh, definitely worth doing so. So anyway, we appreciate everybody jumping in the chats on uh, yeah. if there's any last second ones that we need to get to in super chat or anything like that. Let's do it. But Mitch Trubisky, uh, I had not seen that yet. So 
Garofolo expected to be the starter in place of the retired Ben Roethlisberger for Mitchell Trubisky. Okay, so for two years, this gets back to something we talked about earlier. Like, who is your answer? Um, now, Pittsburgh's another team I, that I feel like should be uh, all in on Deshaun Watson. But when you're sort of stuck in quarterback hell a little bit, it, you know, would you rather be paying Kirk Cousins $40 million guaranteed every year? Or would you like to take a chance on Mitchell Trubisky, who, you know, is probably not going to turn into a franchise quarterback, but is, uh, is a better option than Mason Rudolph? Oh, right, absolutely. is an upgrade there, or uh, Dwayne Haskins, right? They had on the mm-hmm. roster. I don't know if he's what what his situation is, but he was there. I would roll with Mitch. Probably not winning the Super Bowl with Mitch Trubisky next year, but I understand it. It was a fit that made sense for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're going to rely on that running game with Najee Harris, a good Steelers organization. So maybe they can get a lot more out of Mitchell Trubisky than you know what the Bears are capable of doing, but. Yeah, that's that's a move that definitely makes sense given their their quarterback situation and what maybe Trubisky can provide for them. Um, it's an interesting move for me from the Steelers because Dow Loggins drafted Mitch Trubisky to play in the outside zone boot system. That's when he had his most success. Matt Canada, the OC for the Steelers, does not run mm. the outside zone boot system, but Mitch got to learn under Brian DeBall last year. He got to learn from Josh Allen. They like that's the kind of offense the Steelers are running, right? Mm-hmm. RPO concepts, get the ball out, um, out of shotgun. It'll be interesting to me because Mitch's problem when you watch him play is processing information yep. from the pocket, right? And that's what Coach Nagy asked him to do a lot, and that's why he didn't look very good doing it. So we'll see. I think he's more of an outside zone boot quarterback, a Kyle Shanahan, Gary Kubiak type. I think he needs to find his way to that kind of system eventually. Uh, but um, you can see why, like, why – the Vikings give Cousins $35 million. You can see why someone gives Mitch two years, whatever they get. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what the money is. I haven't right. seen it yet. Um, Albert Breer compared it to the Steelers' reclamation of Tommy Maddox 20 years ago. Mm. That's a pull. Oh, yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's quite a pull. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so, I, I, hey, I, that's what you said. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, Mitch Trubisky to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's how we ended. Uh, with the, unless there's a – preseason game again there's you're not going to get the crossover the uh you know the redemption game at soldier field next year but that's all right we needed some news it was kind of a slow first hour of free agency quite frankly so mitch trubisky delivers and going to the pittsburgh steelers (laughs) all right guys a lot of good stuff uh we will keep you covered on chgo if the bears go out and blow us away with Toron Armstead or something mm. like that. We'll be back with emergency podcast, but otherwise we'll be back tomorrow uh, at 11 a.m. I'm sure there'll be news to talk about and uh, something that's happened in 24 hours for us to break down. So, and otherwise, make sure you are checking out allchgo.com to uh, get all of our written content. Whatever happens, we'll break it down for you, whether it's Nick, Will, myself. We, we'll have you covered there with the written content as well. And um, plenty don't ask me to write or read. It's weird. <laughs> That's oh. a weird, it's a weird deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you wanted, you wanted, Trying to take that personally. You wanted 17 an hour personally. for that. 17. <laughs> yeah. Or you guys keep talking about what the Bears offer me. You might want to check what they actually paid me over 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> he says with a big smile on his face. <laughs> Before you guys, like, I don't want to talk about, you know, money and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Make sure you check out our friends at PointsBet2. Use that code CHGO for only recruits. Nicholas Moriano. I'm Adam Hogue. We'll talk to you tomorrow.